Backed in a ticket water cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You're listening to the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket. Things are getting interesting over here. Things are getting a little heated, too. And I started thinking about something over the break that I want to bring up to you guys because a lot of our conversation, if you're just tuning in with us, we're talking about Nebraska and how there seems to be some type of number over Scott Frost wins, losses, whether he's going to be the coach moving forward because our buyer-sell question was, is he going to be the coach in 2023? And normally it's how do you decipher his win-loss record? And I made the argument, okay, say you're 5-7, and seven, it looks a lot like last year, you're in basically every game, you then beat Wisconsin and Iowa, you get that monkey off your back, do you move on from Scott Frost? And here's something that I thought of, and Nick brings up the Big Ten West, which I think is a, is a, is a solid argument because that's who you're judged against, that's how you make it to the next step, you go to the Big Ten Championship game, you more than likely make a New Year's Six Bowl, yada, yada, yada. Because the Big Ten champion is usually Ohio State or Michigan and makes the playoff. Right. But here's here's my pushback against that. And I think that a lot of Nebraska fans haven't really thought about is, while yes, I understand that the 3-9 and nine record is frustrating. Look, I, I am with you guys. That is beyond frustrating. But you know what else is frustrating? Not being in games and losing 60-10. to 10. So here's what I look at. Yes, you were 3-9 and nine last season. But that game against Michigan at home, Nebraska lost by three. They lost 32 to 29, and they were an Adrian Martinez fumble away from winning that game. I think that Nebraska was the better team on the field. I think Nebraska should have won that game. Let's look at Iowa, who was your Big Ten West champ, yeah. who went nine and three in the regular season. I get all of that. They go to the Big Ten championship, they lose 42 to three. So if you if you're a Nebraska fan, like why are we so fixated on this when Iowa say what you will, Iowa's winning nine games. I get that. That's what everyone wants. But it's how those nine wins in those nine games look. It's where it gets you. Iowa is in no better position to win the Big Ten or make it to the playoff than Nebraska. I don't care what their record shows. They lost forty two to three to a team that Nebraska should have beat. And Iowa never stood a chance from the first quarter. Mm-hmm. It was 14-3 to before the first quarter even ended. Mm-hmm. Iowa is in no better position right now to compete for a national championship than Nebraska. And if that's your goal at Nebraska, why are we moving on from a coach that is actually able to compete against the big dogs in college football? Because that hasn't happened recently, no matter how many wins the team ends up having. Because do you want to compete or do you want to win? So with that in long mind, long term though, like long term, how long I do want you want both. to wait? I want both. How long do you want to wait? Eight years before you put your foot down, and in four straight years of close losses, and saying, "Yep, yeah, we had our best practice," but nope, we—it's just something's not translating. Best and practice though, that's not the case. That's what it's been for four. You years. You played against three teams that went to a New Year's Six Bowl, and if one play goes differently from the quarterback, you probably win that game. 
all I, like that's why three teams that made a New Year's Six. You're bowl. absolutely One right. One of them went to the playoff. You're absolutely right. Iowa is in no better position to compete for a Big Ten championship and to make it to the playoff than Nebraska. And if that's our goal at Nebraska, why are we looking that Iowa's this glamorous program? Nobody's when, looking at, at Iowa as a glamorous program. But that's what program. fans want. Fans want this number. They don't care what it looks like. They want a nine and three season. You know what? They want wins because you're fifteen and twenty nine in the last but at four the end years. Of the day, where does that get you? Because that's not the end goal. Your end goal is not to be a nine and three football team and be like Iowa and get absolutely schlacked in the Big Ten championship game. But that's not what you're looking for as a program. But maybe, maybe this first year or okay. So, so first, I want to address something you said because I, I actually do agree with this point. You said last year you were three and nine, but you were a good football. Or, you were a good. Football you were a good team. football team with just a lot of close losses. With that in mind, that's why it's. I'm glad that Scott Frost is back. That's why it's okay that Scott Frost came back for another year and that Trev Alberts allowed him for to return on a restructured contract because it was one season. But if you piggyback those types of seasons on each other, that at some point you have to draw the line and say. There's no progress being made. You are just a bat, a football team that comes close but can never get over the hump. And what is the difference in getting over the hump and, or in one-score games? It's little things. It's penalties. It's turnovers. It's decision-making. It's coaches. It's play calling. That's all it is. At, at that point, it's it's not. A, I, I would argue that five stars don't win you games in crunch time. It's development and it's how you how you coach. I agree with that. And so if you're piggybacking three seasons on each other of just close loss after close loss, and maybe you squeak one out against Michigan, or maybe you squeak one out against Iowa, but there's all a what's the saying? A blind squirrel always finds one nut, or whatever the saying is. Every now and then finds a nut, whatever. You're you're there's at some point you're going to get lucky. But is does that mean consistent? And that's where like this year. Like I hesitate to talk about Nebraska as a quality football team this year, and this is where the Husker fans might get mad at me for this. So just bear with me. Try to let me explain before you rush the text line. But with this in mind, like you look at the schedule, and that's a reason that we always say Nebraska's going to be good this year or Nebraska's going to get eight, nine, ten wins is because the schedule's good. If the schedule is easy, you know, it's it's Husker friendly. With that in mind, if Nebraska can still look bad against North Dakota and win by 20, Nebraska can still, should, with ta- sheer talent, Nebraska could still beat Illinois or Purdue without, um, what's his face, George Karloftis and David Bell and look bad and still commit 10 penalties. At the end of the day, we won't know what kind of football team this is until you dive deeper at the end of the season and see, okay, they committed 10 penalties against Northwestern. How many penalties did they commit in the last three weeks of the season? Did they come? They did they show progress not only on a large scale in terms of wins, small in terms of wins, but the difference between a really good football team and just a decent football team that wins games in a very mediocre Big Ten West division are the small things. And you talk about getting over the hump of of how do you compete, do you want to get to, do you, how do you compete against Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship with eight wins or nine wins? It's doing the little things. It's discipline on defense. Don't commit stupid penalties. Don't commit holding penalties. Don't turn over the football. Have an identity that 
Rashawn's talked about but, it but countless what times. But gets you niggas? Like, we, but then, it gets you to that gets you in the Big Ten title. That gets, you, that gets you Iowa. You are then Iowa. And to be honest with you, no, I don't no. want to be Iowa. So that's exactly I don't want to be a nine-win team that has no chance of winning the Big Ten and has no chance of going to the playoff. No. I don't care how many wins Iowa has I'm, or Wisconsin. You know what they do every no. year? They lay an yes, egg. You're right. That's why the Big Ten West has legitimately so, never won the Big Ten. That's exactly never. I, I'm, I'm very, At least Nebraska is close. I hate to tell you this, Nate, but you kind of walked in exactly where I wanted you to say because I'm glad that you said that because I want I want to see what your thoughts are on this. So you can argue Iowa and Wisconsin developmental programs. They take three stars. They take low ranked guys, and, they're and they stuck. make them they make them into quality. No, no, let me finish. They well, they turn them into quality Big Ten West players. Like at the end of the day, Braylon Allen's a good player. All the offense linemen, Jake Ferguson was a heck of a Big Ten tight end, right? So when we talk about what they do all the little things right, and that goes to developing, okay? So if Nebraska begins to do the little things right and is Iowa for one year or is Wisconsin with nine wins this year, goes to the Big Ten title and loses by 24 to Ohio State, it's maybe it's okay on a, on a grand scale because, hear me out, Husker Nation, because you sit here and you say, we didn't commit penalties, we didn't turn over the football, we had good play calling, and Scott Frost is now the CEO. So nowadays, in the, the era of college football and the way it is, if you show that you can develop guys, you can then go to the transfer portal. If you develop your roster, oh, I spit a little bit. If you develop your roster, and you say, "I need one running back to take me over the top. I need one special teams guy to take me over the top," and that's how you stop being Wisconsin and Iowa. That is how. Because that's Iowa, a lot easier said I, than done because they still haven't done it. Because Iowa, Iowa doesn't use the transfer portal. Iowa gets one dude from the portal every year because they are okay. But I'm saying on the grand scheme of things, in, in the bigger picture, if Nebraska this year goes nine wins, nine and three, goes to the Big Ten title, loses to Ohio State by 15 or 17 points in the Big Ten championship game, but has zero turnovers. 15 or 17. Iowa lost by 40. Okay, so okay, so on a, let's go bigger. 21 points. 24 points. I'm whatever. saying Nebraska throw, loses by 40. Okay, They don't it, stand a fine. chance since the, the, the first snap okay, of the game. That's fine. So throw 40 out there. But you look back, and this is where this is where Husker fans. There's a lot of them that are extremely smart, and a lot of them are our texters because they'll sit here on the post game show and they'll look. Okay, Nebraska turned over the football once or zero times. Like, let's say we're at the end of it's December, and we just we're doing a post game show for the Big Ten title. Nebraska loses by 40 to Ohio State. They're looking at going to the Duke's Mayo Bowl with nine wins. Okay, Nebraska. We look back at the Big Ten title game. Zero turnovers. Casey Thompson. Has a decent stat line, 150 yards, two touchdowns, passing. Nebraska runs, rushes for over 100 yards. Nebraska still loses by 40. They committed only five penalties. They didn't turn over the football. That shows progress from last year to this year. Now, in the next offseason, you know what the conversation is? How do you build off of that nine-win season? What gets you over the hump so that you're not stuck in a rut? It's, what did Nebraska lack last year? A playmaker on special you teams. You made way too good of a, a scenario because this is what happened to Iowa, who did go 9-3 and three during the regular season. As a collective quarterback group, because they started, they played three different quarterbacks, 19 of 38, 175 yards, and one pick. Collectively, as a rushing group, 33 attempts, 104 yards, no touchdowns. They laid an egg. They didn't score a touchdown. So, yes, your scenario, I love that scenario. I think it's great. I think that propels you moving forward. That's not what happened. 
And that's what I'm saying is these teams, it's so great to win nine games. And I'm with you guys. I think Nebraska's a nine-win football team. I think that's going to happen. I've already made that my prediction. But listen, if you're five and seven and you're finally beating Wisconsin, you're finally beating Iowa, you compete against Oklahoma, you compete against Michigan, you compete against Minnesota, I don't understand why then we're just going to kick Scott Frost to the curb when for once there's actually hope that you can win a big game. Because how When's the last time there was even hope that Nebraska was going to win a big game? Seriously. Michigan. It wasn't the Bo Pelini. No, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying before Scott Frost. Yeah. Because it certainly wasn't the Bo Pelini years. Well, it certainly wasn't the Mike Riley years. Under no circumstance uh, did you think they were going to walk in and I, win a big game. You know out, what? Time Scott time Frost time might lose, but I went into that Michigan game and I said, you know what? Nebraska might win. And guess what? They should have won. So hold on, time. I, I, I went into that Ohio State game. I said, you know what? Nebraska might win. And guess what? They should have won. Yeah, should have, would have, could have. Should have, would have, could have. You can blame whoever you want, but why are we putting all this blame on Scott Frost? Because he's like getting Adrian... paid five million dollars, Nate. He's getting paid five mil. A five mil, and you know what? He's a lot closer for us winning a Big Ten championship than Bo Pelini ever was. Do you know Mike Riley's record at Nebraska? Nineteen and nineteen, and I don't and, care and, and what Mike Riley's. No timeout. You know why I don't care what his record is? Because at the end of the day, when he had to show up in a big game, Nebraska lost by fifty. Well, not all the time because there was and when, when they were seven and zero. So when they were seven and zero, timeout. So when they were seven and zero, they went into Wisconsin. They went into Camp Randall, lost in overtime on a last second field goal. So I like that's a big game. Wisconsin was a top twenty five program that year. They lost in overtime. When they started seven zero, now a lot of people will say they, they it was a fraudulent seven and zero, and that's maybe, and maybe they shouldn't have beaten Michigan State that one year. Like I get that. However, you went into Indiana and won. Would Nebraska go into Indiana right now and win? They couldn't even guess Illinois right. They guessed wrong and they admitted it. They admitted on the first game of the year last year that they guessed wrong. Like, I, I just, where, where it's like, if, if Nebraska goes out, and that's what I'm saying with this schedule, we Nebraska is in such a desperate need for a coach that can develop, and I hope Scott Frost and his new offensive staff is are those guys, because I truly believe that they are. And JoJo Doan was developed. Cam Jurgens was Jojo developed. Do- Cam Jurgens was one, yes. Cam, Cam Jurgens was Cam developed. Jurgens, Jojo Cam Taylor Doman Britt was, was developed. Was developed. Cam Taylor Britt was developed. Let's not act like he can't. I'm with you. I think the development could be better. I, I so, agree with you. So hold on. But let's not act like no one's being developed. Come on. Did, did Adrian Martinez develop or regress? And I think that's part of your problem. No, 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 no. Scott no, no, Frost it. clung on to Adrian Martinez, and I think that's part of the problem with this situation. So did Adrian Martinez de- regress? Yes. Did any of the running backs improve over his time maybe Divino Zigbo because and, and that was after Divine started third on the on the depth chart right and he like Stanley Morgan Jr. not Frost guy J.D. Spielman left Wandale Robinson you screwed Wandale over and, and I'm actually proud I'm happy that Wandale got out of here because Nebraska he, he made the NFL um like I just sit here, pick. but here's, he, I, here's I, like I sit here and I just go. What Nebraska is in such desperate need right now is of a, a is a developer. You're but see here's the argument that you made 2016. So I'm doing a deeper dive to look at the actual. And I'm not saying Mike Riley was a good coach. And I'm not saying that. But, yeah, no, but that's the not. nine wins. That's the nine win number that you're looking for. 
They played against Wisconsin. You lost in overtime 23-17. to Boom. Okay, I'm okay with that. You know what you did the very next week when you yeah, went you, to Ohio State? You, you laid lost an egg. 62-3, to Yeah, you Nick. laid an egg. 62-3. There was – I don't care if you start out 7-0. and That team, at the end of the day, went, it lost 62-3. to You go on the road against Iowa. You lose 40 yeah. 40- to ten, yeah, you do. At least Nebraska might have been a three and nine football team, but at least they didn't do that. But I will say this: at least they you, didn't do that. If you go to like so against with your analogy, you said they go five and seven, they lose close games. They're two lot. Their their losses are close again. In, in my opinion, if you piggyback two or three or four seasons of just close losses and squeaking a couple out every year. And you're finishing with a six and six record, or finishing with a seven and five record, and we're sitting down here at the end of 2025 and going, we're at the year of year, we're at the end of year seven, and Nebraska's most wins under Scott Frost is seven, and we've spent seven years of our lives cheering on mediocrity and allowing it to happen just because we've had close losses. Close losses don't mean jack to me compared to 40 to 10 losses because at the end of Nine the day, and four means nothing to me when you play a legitimate team, you lose 62 to three. And so close losses won't matter then. Close ma- four years straight of close losses don't mean that that's better that they're a better team than a forty to ten loss in one year. Because one year, it's because a you're, it's, it was not one year. It, there was a pattern. It okay, was a now there's pattern a, so of then blowing there's, the big game. So then there's going to be a pattern of close losses for three or four straight years, but two see, or three years, thing, and you never is, get I, over the hump. The thing, but you don't know that. Why can we not build? Three wins, five wins, seven wins, nine wins. Because it's year five. You had year two. You had year two to build off of three wins. You had year four, uh, three to build off of five wins. But really, your record's regressed. I don't care how good it looks on paper. The offseason always looks good on paper. And, 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 and with the schedule the way it is right now... Oh, we got 10 seconds left. We'll continue this on the We'll continue side. this conversation. 402-464-5685. Want to know your guys' thoughts. Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.